I, I just wanted to give everyone a heads up in case you didn't notice. It's raining outside, which means that nobody knows how to drive. So I just wanted to remind everyone that as soon as the little precipitation hits the pavement, that every, and I mean everybody forgets how to drive. What is it? What do you think? It, I have no idea, but it's been going on my whole life. Everywhere I live, it rains. You forget how to drive. That's me defending Josh for being late right now. I was going to say he's maybe yeah. uh, floating in at this point. So. <laughs> you guys me, just I've... need to drive to work when I do. There's very no little traffic. Very Did little you even traffic. have any rain this morning? Yeah, or it was, was actually oh, raining. Okay. Yes, yeah. It was already started uh, five this morning. Actually, so. I'm glad that he's late. Congratulations. Thank you. I sent you my text me a out. Early. I was going to say, Sorry. you freaked me out last night because no matter how big that lead was, it was the Houston Sorry. Astros. And when you sent it, I was okay. like, okay, he's on – game tracker or something that's ahead they must hit into a double play here and end it and then the pitches kept coming and i'm like no he just sent it early what kind of jerk does that and and again (laughs) i'm glad you're here because i wanted to defend it because i did the same thing to my buddy pastor mike stewart (laughs) right so i had um i have like a i guess you could say habit on monday nights monday nights i'll go out to the office when the kids go to bed and that's when i'll watch the end of monday night football and i listen to brent and I usually play video games. Right. But, I mean, it's it, it's what I do. And I I had turned on Brent. Well, I only had one TV, and it was on the um, it was on the football game. Because, the, I mean, it was a – you're blowing them out. Yeah, yeah. You, and, you didn't have a dog in the fight. It was a blowout. So. And, honestly, I had a text. I, I joked with Mike. I had a text in about the third inning I was going to send. And I'm like, as soon as I started to, that's when uh, – <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, they, they put two on in, like, the third or yeah, fourth Bregman inning. Yeah, Bregman hits the home run. Right. And I'm then, like, uh, 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 Alvarez triples and yeah. So I I'm on I'm kind of following on Twitter and someone puts out the congratulations Rangers going to the World Series graphic, and it gets retweeted into my timeline and I'm like oh well, okay I'll I'll send the text now. Well as soon as I send it, <laughs> I send them I send yours and I send Mike's right. And right. as soon as I send Mike's, Mike's goes two outs left and I'm like. <laughs> Are you serious? So I don't know who it was that sent it out early, but then automatically I'm like, oh my gosh, TJ's going to kill me. So our crazy superstitions, I was holding Bronx on my hip. Right, right, uh, right. 13-year-old. Right. Sorry. And he looks down at the phone and he goes, why did he send that? Right. Like, I sorry. don't know. Sorry, Bronx. So sorry, TJ. It worked out, though. Okay, it worked good. out. Well, yeah. congratulations. You're, all right. You're off the hook. I'm off the hook. All right. <laughs> all right, man. Have a good one. <laughs> TJ Perry's Texas Rangers are going to the World Series for the first time since 2011. Congratulations. Yeah, dude, it was a, I felt terrible. I was I went out after taking care of all my dad responsibilities and Monday nights are I'll listen to Brent Venables, I'll catch up on Ted, I'll listen to Teddy's show on the podcast with Tyler. I'll listen to The Rush. That's what I do. I've got a Monday night routine kind of sorta. And when I got out to the office, the Monday Night Football game was really good. Surprisingly good, Josh Helmer, wouldn't you say? It was good, yeah. Shot. That, good morning. That was uh, more of the Vikings people have been expecting, right? In Minnesota, anyways? That is a fair way to put it. They look pretty good. It was wild because, I mean, every pa- Kirk Cousins threw for 378 yards last night. And I felt like every single pass he threw was a duck. I'm like, oh, gosh, that thing is get, And it's right to a guy who's wide open. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, there's a balloon. It's like, oh, and that is 
Iowa State Brock Purdy showed up last night. That was that was a little senior season Brock Purdy with the Cyclones last night. Last two drives couldn't get it done. But so I'm I'm not really paying attention to the baseball game because the other TV is on. I decided since things are going so well for the Raiders this year, Josh Helmer, I was going to start a new Madden season. So I had to uh, I had to dust off the Xbox One. <laughs> I had to uh, I had to find my most recent uh, recent version of Madden, which I think is Madden twenty. <laughs> so I uh, I've started a franchise back up for the Raiders. I've decided I'm getting back into it. So I was playing a video game at 48 in my mom in my garage. I'm listening to Brent Venables and I'm marking down times and I'm laughing and all of a sudden something pops up on my Twitter timeline from like an Action Network or someone that's like congratulations to the Rangers World Series champ or off to the World Series. So I just, why would anyone troll that unless you're an Astros fan? See, I felt terrible. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, TJ. When did you send it? With one out in the ninth. Oh, well, the game was over. I understand. I understand, but you know me. I'm a little bit superstitious. The the other thing, I, uh, to quickly get this to you, football, everything good? You're good? I know it's wet. Dude, I, it took me forever to drop my kid off. I got stuck behind a, a tractor on a one-lane road. Oh, that's the worst. That happens all the time in Washington somehow. I don't know what's up with that. But I, uh, it, it took forever to drop my kids off. I didn't even get to go by the Goldsby store and get my 50-cent coffee, which I left uh, my, my coffee mug at OU yesterday. I stole something yesterday that I have to confess to here in a bit. It was a rough day for me yesterday, oh, no. which led into a very um, dicey morning. But here's my thing that I'm going to say about OU. Guys, first of all, don't anyone steal my mug, okay? It's got my name on it. It's my mug. It's the only mug that's ever fit under my Keurig. Uh, many things that I've left before in that red room have disappeared, like my black OU polo and my crimson OU polo. But I understand no lost and found anywhere? Just please don't take the mug. No. It, do you think if I find an XL black OU Jordan Polo that I'm going to say, hey, someone lose this? No, no, no. Dude's pocketing that bad boy. <laughs> um, well, you'd hope they would. <laughs> right. It's, it, just enjoy it. But no, no, no. Um, the, here's the problem I have on Monday nights. After I listen to Brent, I can't sleep. So then I'm up super late because – He'll say things that you want to dig more on or say things that dig more on. Or he'll say things that you want to just replay in your mind. Like he was he was on one last night and it was great to hear in defending Zach um Schmidt. And not and, and when I say defending him, it was very clear that I think we're in the middle of a competition. And the backup kicker wasn't available on Saturday. So if y'all are heading to Kansas with us this weekend. And it's fun because Gabe and I are usually down on the field for the pre-pregame show. Uh, not See, Toby and Ted are the pregame show. We're on the field with the pre-pregame show. Steely and Tyler are the pre-pre-pre-game show with Parker. And then Toby, Ted, and I are the pre-pre-pre-pre-game show. So when we're on the field for the pre-pregame show, Josh, that might be worth seeing what's going on on the kicking side of things. But when he talked about people in life and being there's groups that are doers and that he consider this team a group of doers not like scotch is doers a scotch or a bourbon i'm terrible with my with my hard alcohol but 
this is a team of doers. And I got it's D E W E R S. Sorry. <laughs> Not like I know how to spell that or anything. Oh, D W A R S. Sorry, I was close. Well, it's Scotch. See, I was close. I was close. Scotch whiskey. Doers. So I also feel like every single week, if you listen to Sooner Sports Talk, or if you don't, you need to start. I'm just telling you right now. I think there's people in the media that don't listen to it, and you can tell. Gosh, cheap. And you can tell. It just looks disgusting. Isn't it doers $19.99 for a 700-milliliter bottle? I just Ugh. know that's horrible alcohol. I, I've, I don't drink that, but I can taste it and smell it right oh. now at, from the picture that you put up of it. I'm like, ah. Okay. Josh pulled up doers. Um. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, getting back to the point. I hear things from Brent Vittables every single week that it shows me how he is just continuing to grow as a coach. And it's not just exciting about 2023 and where this team is now, Team 192 um, or 182. Wait, what number are we? Why can I not remember anything this morning? I'm stealing things. I'm driving in the rain. But – I think it's 129. 129. See, the nine was in there somewhere. For Team 129, it's exciting. For Team 130, 31, 32, 33, 34, it's super exciting because he's talking about the thing that needed that needs to happen for Brenton Venables to be the ultimate head coach, right? To be the the kind of head coach that everyone needs. He's grown beyond just being the defensive coordinator, right? And, and, and maybe when I say that, not just for Oklahoma, but that mindset. He even talked about it. He goes, man, when I was a defensive coordinator, I'm mad all the time because that's all I had to worry about. Now I got to pull back, and it's like, okay, all right, this is good. That's good. And I think that of all the things that we can talk about on this show with the Sooners, and we do, right, from concerns over running games to concerns over injuries with Andrew Anthony and – you know, we don't know what's really going on with Javante Barnes and how serious that is, how bad is what Peyton Bowen coach said last night that he was surprised it even played on Saturday for Peyton Bowen. But to hear the way he talks about being a coach and the way that, you know, he's kind of adjusted his mindset and seeing, you know, issues. We spent so much time this offseason, guys, fighting about clock management issues and fighting about, you know, you've got to do this more and you've got to do this more as a head coach. And I – I just I I know 7 and 0 is the greatest piece of evidence that you can use and then seeing the guy that left here have things absolutely crumble around him I mean dude this is if I'm an OU fan well as an OU fan as an OU based station it's not just 2023 that those shows get you fired up about it's 24 and beyond it's the SEC and beyond you no longer in a realm where it's like, oh, I don't know about the SEC. You were in a realm where you're like, bring it the F on. Let's go. Let's go. Now, this is where I hit pause and I say, still a long way to go. Still still steps that are being taken. Still recruiting wins that have to happen and have happened and they'll be solidified on signing day. Still, you know, NIL issues that are battled every day. Still, I think that there's still a facility conversation. There is one. That is taking place. So I know there's questions, but every time I hear that, and I'm going to, listen, I'm sitting here telling you about it. We're going to play the audio for you when we come back. But when you hear it, I think you'll feel the same way. It's just sometimes the biggest mistake that we can make in life. I'm not like trying to preach here. 
But sometimes, sorry, it's it's a TJ celebration in the hall today, so I don't want. You can't really blame. Him. I don't blame him at all. That's why I just was was shutting the door real quick so a, he can celebrate. A dozen away. years later, after catastrophe, <sighs> they had the series one. But the biggest mistake I think that we can make in life, and and this is, you don't even have to go that deep in sports. Is you're you get so set in how you think it's done, and maybe you've won and you've had success, or maybe you've had the job where you made a lot of money, but as times change, you're like, this is how it's done. This is how it's done. Sorry, this is how it's done. And at the core of it, you might be right, but there always has to be an adaptability and there always has to be um, a willingness to change. And I think you're, I think we're watching that happen right before our eyes with Oklahoma, with, with Brent Venables. I really do. He, we took a season where the man was learning how to be a head coach and made some mistakes. And we, for most of us, most of we, <laughs> I can't even say the royal we. Because I have access to our Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. But a majority of the we felt like, me okay. Let's see how things adjust next year. And in all the things that I don't know if we spend enough time talking about it, because on-the-field issues are more fun, but this directly affects the on-the-field issues. Josh, what Brent Vittables is becoming as a head coach and his attention to, you know, the analytic side of it and understanding that there is a, you know, there is a, in the grind, there's a rest and recovery side of it. And in that idea of how you always go for it in this type of situation, or you, you always kick a field goal here. And maybe there's a different way to look at it. Maybe there's a different way to kind of picture success or, you know, paint it P and one. We were not good. Oklahoma was not good on first down as an offense this past weekend. It's going to cost them if they're not better, but but possession and the first possession, our first down of a possession, first down, P and one, it, it's a big EPA is a big deal to him, and you're seeing in the way that it's taught, talked about, and played out. To me, it's one of the coolest things to happen with this program in 2023. So somehow in the middle of Trying to spoil the World Series for my buddy, Pastor Mike Stewart and TJ, in the middle of uh, realizing that when I'm talking about players that are doers, I'm not talking about bourbon or scotch, excuse me. And in the middle of trying to figure out why I decided to start Madden up again, we eventually get to that point, Josh. Brent Venables has taken those necessary steps as a head coach. And if you take the time to listen on Monday nights, you hear it. You, you, and you can you can hear the thought process behind it. Okay, this is why. Coach doesn't have the time, I think, at his press conferences. But when he sits down with Toby and Ted, it's like, you got an hour. And you, you understand it. You understand the teaching. And it's really – it's just really cool to see. And in that, Josh, for me, it's hard to go to bed because you're like, oh, my gosh – Tell him, coach. Those people from Rudy's probably don't drive home. They probably float home after listening to that on a on a Monday night. But I feel like it's one of the least talked about. And maybe, you know, with the team winning the way that they are, it, it deserves more of that of that buzz. But just the growth of, Br- of Brent Venables as a coach has been really, really cool. And it was necessary. Necessary. This, this program, he 
needed to take those kinds of steps in order for, again, Oklahoma to win to the level that he and, and everybody wants to see Oklahoma win at. And give him credit. There, there clearly was some introspection throughout the offseason uh, into this season, and he's been better. He has. Now, obviously, that goes hand-in-hand hand with the most important component, which is the defense is rapidly improved, right, which his fingerprints, of course, are all over that. Uh, all of the key statistics, defense has improved. Offense in critical situations has improved. The This past weekend, UCF, it's just like three games before it where push came to shove. You would have lost that game a year ago. You won it this year. So it's it's deeper than just the head coach, but no no doubt. I mean, clearly he, in the management portion of the game, has been better. It's It's deeper than the head coach, but it's also that foundation that every single week last year, what did we hear they were doing? Stripping it to the studs. Haven't heard that much this year, have you? Like every single week they go in and, and again I'm not in that the offices. Maybe it is something they still talk about, but they talk about every week. They go back in and what would they do last year? Strip it to the studs. Here, right, here we go. Let's go. This, this and this didn't happen. It needs to happen. And I think it's kind of cool to see that implementation. Now I'm not going to lie, man. Lincoln Riley not showing up for his coach's show last night was the ultimate cherry on top of everything that's going on here in Norman. You guys can say, I, I sit here, I sit here every single day, every day, Josh, and when Steelman's talking about Meal Shoe Snake and you guys are talking about um, oh Meal Shoe, I'm like, oh, stop. T-Bow. Tebow, stop, calm down. You know, it, it, it's it, he's gone. We're better off. But when he didn't show up for the coaches' show last night, even I, I got a text from Jeff Schwartz, and and I'm like, oh, I, I had no idea. And immediately, I think I sent it right to you. And whenever I saw that he was throwing Dennis Simmons out there to do his coaches' show, first of all, felt bad for the host of the show. No offense, Coach Simmons, not a big talker. You got to draw a lot out of coach. I mean, you really got to draw a lot out of coach. And he does not like talking after losses. Number two, Josh. I mean, we look like freaking soothsayers right now. Deja vu. Oh my goodness. I, I think I think it was uh even Parker who tweeted start the countdown until he doesn't show up for a coach's show. Someone had said that. And I'm I'm just So you add a guy we we get we get a guy who is learning, passionate, I mean, open arms to fans, understands, gets it. We're gonna have adversity. Oklahoma's gonna lose another football game at some point. I don't know if it's gonna happen this year. But Oklahoma's gonna lose a football game. And guess what? It's gonna suck. But he's not gonna disappear. He went through that last year. When you disappear in the most challenging moments, bro. How can you ask your team? I mean, ev everything, everything is just absolutely hilarious right now with that. So I'm so sorry, not sorry. I'm doing one of my dad's old do as I say, not as I do. But if you didn't get a kick out of that last night after hearing Coach Venables and then you know that Lincoln Riley sent Dennis Simmons to do his damn coach. Gosh, my language today. To do his coach's show for him. Let's go. And if he takes another job at the end of the season, then 
look, all the puzzle pieces are in place. <laughs> and, oh, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but based on what my Twitter timeline looked like outside of procla- proclaiming the Rangers World Series bound early, looks like a lot of Sooner fans kept receipts. But don't dwell on it too much. <laughs> Here I am. Don't you guys dwell on this. Don't you get too carried away. And yet I'm the first guy that's like, oh, I didn't tweet anything, though. I stayed off the Twitter machine on that one. But, and if you wonder what we're talking about, Lincoln Riley did not show for his coach's show last night. He was under the weather. Stop me if you've heard that one before. Stop me if you've heard that one before. All right. um, There's another shoe that has dropped. In the Michigan Spygate case, we'll get to that coming up in 15 minutes from now. Uh, As always, if you guys know what you want to talk about from anything OU, college football, NFL-related, World Series, you can hit us up on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Calls on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405-329-9000. And when we come back, so I laid out all the, the fun from the Brent Venables show last night. Let's play you what it sounded like next on the ref. But I just uh, gave a quick peruse. Uh, Brent from Jinx on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. For the record, I did not stay off Twitter last night, and I did hammer mule shoe. Oh, and Tattoo Baker's videos are just perfect. Like I said. I kind of consider our show here weekdays from 9A to noon to be our little secret. You guys don't go, oh, you should have heard Plank gloating. Twitter, like there's people all over. No. <laughs> but no, no, I was just, I didn't, I didn't want to gloat too much, Brent from Jinx. I'm glad that you did for us. Oklahoma's getting set for, uh, set for Kansas this weekend. Here's what. Our head coach, Brent Venables, had to say when asked about how things went on Saturday. Whenever asked about where, I there's not even a where. Kind of take us through how to feel. What'd you take away? Where were the highs? Where were the lows? And this is the kind of answer that when you hear it, you're like, "It's my coach." That's my coach. We, we, we did plenty of things on uh, both sides of the ball to lose the game. As I said, I think they had 75 offensive plays. 70 of the 75 plays, we, we gave up 2.5 yards per play. Wow. If you give up 4.5 yards per play, you'll, you'll be number one in the country. Now, can I just stop for a moment? There'd be years in the past where a coach would give that kind of a stat and it's like, yeah, you know, so we're pretty good. And that would be it. Nope. Defense by a long way. And and so 70 plays were outstanding. Not good, but outstanding. And then what happened on the other plays? And, um, you know, we, we started really good on defense. We didn't start very good on offense. We, you know, fumbled a, or, you know, drop, dropped the ball on, on the second play of the game and just were out of sorts and three and out. And we started the second half poorly with an interception, but that was really a drop. And, um, and we had four or five drops that we can't have. And, uh, but I, we got to sustain blocks better, longer um, in the running game. And we got to run through trash. And we can't wait to get warmed up, you know. <laughs> They're kicking the ball. You got to play at this level up here. So we got to get 
you know, everybody on the same page from in that regard. But once we got going, it was pretty good. There was no, you know, it's it's getting tight. We're getting we're getting there. There was no, no. We were really, really. I mean, like really good for seventy. We got to figure out what happened on those other five plays. You love to hear that. You love to hear. Now, there's a way to go about it, right? You just can't, Josh, grind on the guys, right? And I'm sure that. I'm sure that that's something that we've seen Coach Venables fine-tune and learn. You know, he was, There's a cut I'm going to play for you guys later where he talked about how he'll send the video cut of what a player did right or wrong, usually wrong, and he's got where he can talk over it. So he's sending you this video, and he'll be like, all right, Josh, right here. You were supposed to do this, and when they do this, what are you looking at? What are you seeing right here? You need to be seeing this. This has got to be better. And he'll, send, he'll be sending it to him on Saturday night. But in the same vein, it's we're seven and zero because you guys have made this commitment to do this and to be this attention to detail. So, what does that overall say about this team? Uh, oh gosh, I hope I cue this up right. And again, our guys responded. I, uh, you know, this is a group that, you know, if you're, uh, and there are several players, and then there were several moments. You know, they're kind of in life. You know, there's those that. That, that make things happen, those that watch things happen, those that wake up and say, what the hell happened? And I believe this is a team that that they know how to make things happen. And and I love – we have an attack mindset, and we've – everybody, again, I think perspective is important. I think if you – I had the players, I you know, started with the leadership council that I meet on Mondays um, about 20 minutes before the team meeting, and I just want to get the leaders on the team and just kind of lay it all out there and plant the right seeds and – you know, seeds don't plant themselves. I got to get them to. You know, they're going to be in the locker room, and I think it's important that that we all have the right perspective. But I think the right perspective is this: sometimes we here in the in a Sooner Nation, and and then you can go across college football, Gator Nation, or Buckeye Nation, or whoever it is. Uh, you know, we we see things with this this lens, and sometimes we 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 don't look at our some pe- some people. They live in La La Land, and they're way up here. You know, no matter what happens. And, uh, and, then, and then sometimes all we see is the things that we're not doing. And uh, that's kind of how I was as a defensive coordinator. I, I was always that way. And I'll I still am with the defense. You just, uh, that's Toby yeah. was the first one and I'm yeah. the second I'm one. I'm La La Land and he's the, yeah, the other one. <laughs> but his point is, what, I, I think that's growth, Josh. I think that's, I think that's the, I, when I was a defensive coordinator, that's how I was. Now as a head coach, I got to be a little bit more open-minded. If everybody here represented a team in college football, and then everybody here, and this represents my problems, all right? This represents – here, my, these are my problems. These are your problems. All right. All right? <laughs> and, uh, hell, we, we don't have enough things for, to describe your problems. problems but, yeah, all right, so, my problem. But we all put our problems in the middle of the table, and then we all checked out everybody's problems. You know what? I'm in, I'm Sooner Nation, all right? Y'all somebody else, but I get it. I'm going to take my problems back. You know, my problems pale in comparison to most everybody else out there. That's my perspective. Let's go, man. Are you kidding me? That is awesome to hear. Hey, you know what? I'm looking around the country. I see these problems, and I don't know all of the problems that are going on right now at places like, USC, UCLA, Michigan. Well, we know the Michigan problems. Uh, you know, I look around college football. I see the mess 
that was that is Michigan State. I see guys that are just starting to build their foundation, like uh, oh, like Hugh Freeze at Auburn, and you see their problems. Not not to compare Hugh Freeze to Michigan State, but you get my point. Everyone has a problem. Brinville's like, oh, I'll take my problems. I'll take these right here. We'll be okay. I can handle my problems. If I had to deal with that, if I had to deal with that, but. I'll, I'll I'll take my problems. I think that's pretty awesome. And the understanding, you know, fix them. Well, yes. <laughs> the the understanding that you've got a pretty good situation, right? You've yep. got a pretty good situation, but also nothing is perfect. There, there's right. problems. Everybody, you, you're putting some problems into the center of the table under this experiment, right? Yep. Under under this process, so that's just the reality of it. It's never perfect. You're always working to get it closer to that, but. Uh, by comparison, yeah, not not so bad to be Oklahoma right now. Not at all. Okay. Listen, uh, Coach T, true sooner. I want to give you guys plenty of time, so hang in there. I got to see Coach T this week, and it made my weekend. So hang, hang in there, guys. Uh, shout out to our buddy Drew England and his class getting to listen in today because it's a rainy day and teachers don't want to work on a rainy day, right? No, I'm kidding. I think it's also it's a rainy day, so just stay home. Don't go do anything today. Just stay home. <laughs> That's right. You have the Plank Show stamp of approval. I'm just – it. I don't know why, I don't know how, but everyone has forgotten how to drive because it's raining out. So, Drew, you and your class just chill today. And my man Austin in Charlotte is driving in Anderson, South Carolina, or driving to Anderson, South Carolina, and he brings up an excellent point to kick things off the, on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. And did I mention we're out early today for the Brent Venables press conference? It's a busy Tuesday right here on The Ref. Sorry, I came in hot today. I felt bad about texting TJ and and Mike. Congratulations. Oh, I didn't I didn't text uh, my man Trevor Anderson yet. I need to text Trevor. My Jim Costello, congratulations. I'm trying to get around to all the Rangers fans I know here today. Congrats, Jim. Congrats, Jesse. Uh Jesse, friend of mine. Oh, congrats, Jesse. See, that's that's how many people jumped off the Rangers bandwagon over the last 12 years. We're able to individually thank all the Ranger fans that are listening. If today. you're a Rangers fan today, congratulations. Um, Long time coming. What'd you do last night? Were you went, I had two well, – let me rephrase that. I had one screen going on Madden. Uh, I had another screen going on Monday Night Football, and then I was listening to Brent Venables late. How was your Monday night? Oh, it was great. Uh, I had the live Locked On Sooner show last night at 9. That's another one I get to listen to today. So, is she dropping it on the pod, or is it already out? Yo, it's already out. Okay. What was the big topic last night? What was the big topic last night? Do you guys do it right after Brent's show to kind of time it out that way? or No. Okay. It, it just uh, – Monday was the easiest night that worked uh, ah. for, for both of us, and then we've just sort of stuck with it. Larger takeaways, again, from just the UCF win. Dylan Gabriel in the Heisman conversation. Just a bunch of this and that. Gotcha. Okay. You can find that just uh, locked on Sooners. That's Josh's uh, other woman in the relationship. So that's that's, that's, uh, right. that's, that's he, he and John. That They've got something that is uh, their side gig. Wait, I was trying to think of a good music reference. Uh, like Slash. Tell me if this works for anyone. Slash, his side from Guns N' Roses was the, the band that he did that, what, Audio Slave? So is that like your audio slave? Sure. And this is still your G and R. We're, we're hoping to make it as successful as audio slave. Is that your is that your David Van Halen solo career? And we're still Van Halen. Or David Van Halen. David Lee Roth. 
Yeah. I was actually listening to a David Lee Roth interview this morning. This is Van Halen. Yeah. And I got to watch a lot of baseball and football last night, too. Are you um, – and real quick, before we get to Coach T, before we get to Sooner, our true Sooner, do, it, you surprised we're going to a Game 7 in the D-back series? Yeah, absolutely I am. This thing early, first couple of games looked like uh, – I mean, it might be over in four or five. So, for the Diamondbacks to have taken it the distance, now just sheer momentum-wise – I mean, they might win Game 7. So, again, if you missed anything last night, the Vikings upset the Niners in Monday Night Football. Diamondbacks, Game 7 tonight against the Phillies. They won 5-1. to one. The Rangers are off to the World Series again. Well, again. Bruce, Third time. Bruce Bochy is a magician. Holy smokes, man. I think they might be the favorite if the Diamondbacks get in. Oh, they're definitely the favorite if they get in. Um, anything else we're missing from last night? Oh, there's another shoe that dropped in the – Michigan. I don't – I've suddenly turned on this where I'm like, oh, it's really not that big of a deal. I'm totally 180 on this. What What is the big infraction? So let's do this. Let's do this because we're on a good Sooner kick. 10 a.m. Let's all get together and have a conversation about this. Because I, I, I do think there's some, like, we understand we understand there's some improprieties happening. But I think people are confused, like, what exactly happened? What does the rule break right. state? What are the issues? And, and to really kind of break it down to the lowest com- – I had my ringer on for the show today. What a great start for me. Um, basically, the Big Ten teams noticed some things and turned them in. And that's what started this. And then it done blowed up because you're not. And I don't think anyone was like, it's, a, it's an overly unfair advantage. I just think it was like, well, if they want to do it, we should be allowed to do it. <laughs> I think that's kind of what ended up happening. Sure. It's, hey, <laughs> they've won two Big Ten titles right, in a row. Something's and- going on, and if they can do it, we want to do it. All right, so Coach T would be a great way, don't you think, to kick off a rainy Tuesday on the ref. Good morning, Coach T. How are you? Hello, Chris. Good oh, to hear your a- voice, man. Tough day at the bus barn today. It was tough driving the bus. Oh, I'm glad you're safe, man. That's not a fun day in the rain, is it? No, the kids, and it just, boy, Western Street is like a river. Uh, it's one of the worst streets in the world. Hmm. I'm sorry. But I am so proud of my Rangers. Man, I am so happy. I've the Hail Ranger Rangers? Hail? Yeah, I've been a Ranger fan for, well, I'm oh, Texas Rangers. probably 50 years. I'm kidding. I Coach hadn't Steve. been to the new ballpark, but I bet I was at the old one a bunch. You know, I've never been to the new ballpark either. I like the old ballpark. I did. Oh, I do too. I, I sat in the home run porch every time. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It got hot. Oh, it got hot. Um, no, it sure did. So, did you uh, – here's what I don't know, Coach T, and maybe I meant to ask TJ this, but was it just as simple as Bruce Bochy as a magician or not? Well, he made some mistakes because I think when he pitched server that first time, that was a bad pick. But Because uh, I don't think Max is right now ready to go. But uh, I don't know. They just – I don't know how you win every game on the road and lose every home game. I don't know how you do that. Well, how about for Houston? I mean, they lost four of them at home. Crazy. Yeah, and they were bad on the home home side anyway. They had a losing record. Mm. Yeah, just mm. just a wild, okay. wild series. Almost makes you I wonder. One thing. Oh, I don't want to see Altuve play again for a while. My goodness, he's tough. I thought he was early on in that game last night. I want to say it was like maybe 7-1 or 8-1, to and he came up with two people on, and – and it, Mentally, you're just like, I'm like oh, here we good. go. Here we go. Here we go. And they got him to pop out. And I, and from that moment, yeah. I was like, well, this thing's over. So, congrats, well, Coach Well, they team. got about four players can really hurt you. Bergman can hurt you. 
the left-handed batter, and then the first baseman. Man, those guys are tough. Yeah, they are. Well, congrats, they Coach D. Tough. Enjoy, buddy. Hey, uh, one more thing. Oh, oh, yes, what sir. What are we going to do about Michigan? Hardball going to be done? All right, let's – Coach D, good question. Thanks for the call. 10 a.m. this morning. Let's just throw it all out on the table as a family. You guys on the text line. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's right. I'm so dumb. I said audio slave. It wasn't audio slave. It was velvet revolver. My bad. I'm terrible. I'm a t- I should be fired on the KC, Brian. If you want to fire me today, you can come in here and do it. My bad. How can I get those? Audio slave was the side gig of, um, why did I think Slash was in there? Of Chris Cornell. That's right. Because Chris Cornell was uh, originally Black Hole Sun. And then him and Tom Morello did uh, Audio Sleep. Thank you, guys. I deserve to be fired on the spot. Now you understand why KMOD and Don Christie never let me fill in on any DJ shifts. Now you know. Um, Fall to Pieces is a great song. Great tune. I don't know if it's clean. <laughs> we'll check it out during the break. I, I, don't, I don't know if that one's clean, Josh. Um, I don't. I don't think Harbaugh was coming back to Michigan to begin with. I kind of think that as this progressed with the receipt and the burger, I kind of think from that point he was out. At I, the end of this year? I, and I think I think NFL teams are falling back in love with them because of what's going on at Michigan. Sure. Last I, two, two years, three yeah, years have been great. I, I think suddenly Mark Davis is like, huh. This guy basically begged for the job, and I didn't hire him, and I hired this guy. Let's remember that things did go pretty well in San Francisco. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl with uh, Colin Kaepernick. He went to, what, three straight NFC Championship games? Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe a place like if the bottom fall. By the way, Kevin Stefanski, I know we all hate the Browns, quietly doing a heck of a job with the Browns right now. But a place like Chicago, hey, you know, it's we're going to bring in a quarterback and – why not just reset the deck with the Bears guy? No, no. But, yeah, I don't think he was coming back anyway. We'll get to it in a bit. Uh, True Sooner, you get the last word this segment. What's going on, True? Hey, when you talk about the old stadium in Arlington, I think of the one that was like held like 25,000 people that had metal bleachers. Oh. And you know, SeaWorld, I, I mean, not SeaWorld, uh, Seven Seas was next door to it. Now, you guys don't know what Seven Seas was, but it was a, it was a poor man's SeaWorld. I mean, they had like two dolphins and, and one wal- walrus, and that was about it. Nothing yeah, wrong with seven right. seas. <laughs> Were you a fan? Seven. I don't think I ever went. Yeah, it, it, they closed it down. Uh, oh, gosh, it must have been in the early 80s or late 70s, I'm guessing. Uh, but anyway, hey, so, you know, I think last year we thought a lot of the Brent Venable stuff was lip services, all of his cool things and all that kind of stuff, and a lot of people made fun of him and, and all that stuff around the country, and we're not hearing from those people now, obviously. Uh, you know, he was in over his head, and, and, you know, he was a bad choice, and what is Oklahoma going to do? I mean, I think we're seeing now, sometimes you just got to kind of sit back and, like, and that's the problem with social media is nobody wants to, you know, nobody wants to just, just give things a chance, you know. And Yeah, no patience. I mean, he, yeah, no patience at all. And, and we, I mean, John Blake got three years, so let's at least give, you know, R.I.P. By the way, but let's at least give you know Brent too. I mean that's ridiculous, but I think we're seeing you know some of the totality and and I don't know what all the words they use the wholeness of the program and like you said, taking it down to the studs and all that kind of stuff. I mean, 
you know, you look at Lincoln Riley because he's, you know, he's obviously doing his little baby things again, his immature things by not showing up and manning up. It seems like that would hurt him. I don't know. Do recruits care about that stuff? Do the parents see that he's not coming to support his team and not? And he just seems very childish when he doesn't show up for these things and do these things. But I just wonder if that, if you know, if in recruiting that hurts, you know, or whatever. But you know, it also makes you think there's going to be, and we're going to have to pay Brent. I mean, anybody thinks that he's here and this is his dream job, which it, it probably is, and we're going to have to pay him what he what he deserves. But I mean, I don't feel like every time there's a coaching vacancy open, he's going. It, He's going to let it ride out for, and this is all down the road. But he's going to let it ride out for three weeks before he comes on and says, "You know what? I, you know, I'm lucky to be at Oklahoma. I'll, you know, I'll stay here as long as they'll have me." I, I think that he's a little bit more solid here. Do you, and I know I threw a lot at you, Chris and Josh, but what, what do you guys think about all? Wow. That? Okay. So, um, oof, lot to unpack there. First of all, yeah. let me say it because we're up against it. So, true. Thanks okay. for the phone call. Always good to hear you. All right, man. See you, man. All right. Man. I don't know the proper way to handle when you have a job and your name is up for other gigs. I don't know if there's a proper way instead of just saying, I'm not going there. I'm not talking to anyone whenever we know that you are, you know, that's just, that's the hardest thing I think to truly, you know, what's the handbook for how you handle that. Well, and it's bad business to say you're not interested. Right. 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 Let me think about that for a, for a break and we'll get into it next. We're going to talk about Michigan at 10 a.m., like it or not. And there's more from Brent Venable's Saturday, our last night in his coaches show that is just fantastic. We'll get to it next right here on The Ref. Okay, just because we only have – love this song. This is – yeah, I can't believe I messed up Velvet Revolver and Audio Slave. Um, how do you handle that as a coach, right, whenever your name is brought up? In season, I think you've got to just – you've got to shut it all down in season. I mean, you have to. If you're in season, it's got to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm focused on this team. You guys can talk all you want. And I, for as much as coaches are on their phone whenever it comes to recruiting and social media, I also don't think many people realize just how checked out of that these coaches are whenever, not recruiting, but just social media and news whenever it comes to game planning. I mean, the Chip Kelly finding out about, gosh, there, there was a couple big college football stories that had been around for like two days. And Chip Kelly goes like, what? What are you talking about? I mean, that's literally where they live. So I just – I think you have to shut all that down and see. You can't even allow it out. See, right? I, no, you can't. And I, I, to True's point, Brent's alive, right? He's not going anywhere. This is the job. Agreed. Agreed. I think. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that that's a concern that we have to worry about. Now, people are going to try, <laughs> but I don't think we have to worry about it. All right, quick break. Uh, we're going to talk about that Michigan story next.